Are we allowed to say behind every good man is a good woman? Well, it's true. And behind every good starter, there's a backup waiting to take over the job. That's what's coming up next on Locked On USC. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Right on, everyone. I am your host, Mark Culkin, and thank you for making Locked on USC your first listen every day. Whether you're watching on YouTube or wherever you like to download your podcast, we are free. And I want to thank you so much for enjoying the show, hopefully coming along for the ride. If you haven't already, do me a favor, hit that red subscribe button on YouTube. It means a lot. And if you already have, thank you. Appreciate it. And as always, you can follow me at my Twitter, at Mark Culkin, M-A-R-C-K-U-L-K-I-N. All right. The starters, they get all the attention. They've earned it most of the time. You know, look, recruiting the four and five stars, those guys are always going to get the benefit of the doubt. And the coach's first, second, sometimes third look. Um, until they don't. You know, they got they, they have to eventually prove that that, you know, star ranking was worthy. And anybody who's followed along with me over the years knows that uh, I enjoy the watching recruiting. I enjoy seeing who's coming up, but I don't put a lot of stock into the uh, star ratings because they're so subjective. Um, Everybody has an opinion on why a player should be. So I digress. Um, But but what about the, you know, the backups who, you know, who are waiting for their turn uh, to rotate in or, you know, to step up, you know, when necessary due to injury? Well, that's football. That's what happens. You have injuries and players need to be ready. Um, but they also, you know, backups can eventually earn the starting role just by proving themselves during practice and taking advantage of their opportunities when they see the field. Lincoln Riley, Alex Grinch, the, uh, you know, when we get to talk to them, um, they make a note. They, they make sure to emphasize that as often as possible, that you might be a starter this week, but that doesn't mean you're a starter every week. You have to continually earn that during the week at practice. So, uh, you know, let's let's appreciate the backups uh, that we've been able to see so far this year and maybe who we should look forward to this this uh, going coming down the backstretch of the the season, though these final five regular season games, as well as hopefully the uh, Pac-12 Conference Championship game, and who knows from there. And we're you know we're, let's just we'll we'll start off with the offense. Um, the starters look um, they've played the lion's share of the snaps on offense uh, because besides the you know that blowout win against Rice to start the season. Uh, there hasn't been one of those fourth quarters that I keep harping about uh, to rest the starters. So the backups can, you know, get some meaningful playing time, uh, not just, you know, handing the ball off to run out the clock or, you know, coming on in to take a victory v- victory formation snap. I, I know Miller Moss is chomping at the bit, at the bit and uh, he'll be ready uh, when his number is called. Um, he's got Caleb Williams in front of him. And coming out of spring and throughout ball camp, uh, Lincoln Riley was uh, emphatic with uh, 
talking about how Miller Moss has grown uh, from beginning of spring to end of spring and then through fall camp. They have the confidence in him uh, when, it's, when his turn uh, comes up. Unfortunately, it's going to take, uh, well, we weren't going to say, he's going to have to wait his turn. We're not going to jinx it. As far as running back, look, if Austin Jones and Rayleigh Brown, uh, if they want to bust out, so to speak, as the backup, uh, one of them is going to have to uh, start now. Uh, you know, I think Austin Jones, he came over from Stanford. Um, everyone anticipated that he would uh, see more action than he's seen already. But he hasn't been as consistent as Travis Dye. And Rayleigh Brown, he's a freshman. He's going to, he's, He's kind of learning baptism by fire. I'm just throwing him out there, see what he can can't do. We, we've talked about this enough. Um, he's a freshman; he needs to improve on his blocking. But Travis Dye needs one of these guys, and I didn't even mention Darwin Barlow. But Travis is not going to make it through the season um, without the backups getting the job done. It's just plain and simple. It's that's that's what it is. So. Um, one of those guys needs to step up. I'm assuming it's going to be Austin Jones uh, that's going to get the brunt of the uh, backup work for Travis. And Ray Leak will be used uh, situational until, uh, again, in, until they can trust him with all of his assignments. And that just doesn't mean taking the handoff and looking to break off a big run. He's got to be able to handle a blitzer. So uh, he's not getting... Uh, He's not, he doesn't have one of the team captains running him down on the field uh, saying, hey, do your job. I know I've talked about this in the past, but these are the backups. And if you want, if these guys want a larger role this year, as and maybe even the starter role next year, it starts now. Can't keep, you know, Lincoln Riley talks about it. You might even, you might start out on a scout team and end up, you know, being a significant contributor. Some of these guys might see their uh, their opportunities pass them by um, if they don't start, I don't know, lending more confidence to the coaching staff, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, with Jordan Addison still day-to-day, yes, uh, Lincoln O'Reilly did mention that again after practice on Tuesday. Um, at wide receiver, the backup, I, I think right now, who's really – I think getting them, I think it's going to start getting the majority of the work. Uh, it's Kyron Hudson. You know, as long as he continues to just work hard um, and make plays when his number is called, he's going to continue to see more time. And again, with Jordan out day to day, when we'll see him, I don't think we're going to see him against Arizona. Um, Kyron, Terrell Bynum, C.J. Williams, uh, there's a lot. Again, I mentioned this on the episode yesterday on Locked on USC. Uh, Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley and Coach Dennis Simmons, wide receiver coach. A lot of, lot of top-end talent to work with. So uh, you, know, you, you know that Mario Williams is going to be out there. Um, but now with Jordan Addison on the shelf, uh, the other guys are going to have to uh, step it up, right? This is your time. Injuries happen. Uh, 
Uh, same with Josh Follow. My gosh, you know Malcolm Epps, Lake McCree. Those are your your starting tight ends. Uh, typically, those are the guys you see on the field to start. But I think Josh Follow might be moving up that depth chart. He's definitely uh, he's making plays, which is great. Um, I, you know, he's starting to show everybody why he was so highly regarded as a freshman coming in, and he's starting to flash some of that stuff that we saw early in his career at USC. As long as he can stay healthy and uh, just stay on the straight and narrow, so to speak, uh, I, I think Josh is going to have a great senior season. It's his last stop, right? Let's let's get some stuff on film. So uh, even if you don't get to the NFL draft combine, um, you're going to have enough stuff on film. So when Trojan Pro Day comes along, uh, March or April next year, uh, Josh will be a more prepared for his future. And then as far as the O-line on offense, that's probably the one position where you don't want to see a lot of, you don't want to see the backups playing unless it's out of necessity due to injury. It's just a, that's just a position group as a whole that you don't want to rotate. Um, that, that you always, you know, you talk about the chemistry, the, you know, five fingers on a glove type of stuff. That's the position where you don't want to rotate unless you're in a blowout win and you want the backups coming in as a group. Um, so far, you know, outside of the left tackle spot, which it, it appears, and I guess we'll find out Saturday, that Bobby Haskins has taken over the starter role. The three backups on the offensive line are going to be Cortland Ford, Mason Murphy, and Gino Quinones. Um, Cortland and, and Mason are going to be the tackles, the bookends. Gino is going to, you know, be that interior lineman guy. But again, those are the those are the guys that we've seen uh, have an opportunity to come in and play as a backup. Gino, when Justin was down with his injury, uh, Mason Murphy has been rotating in at tackle. And again, you know, one last time, Cortland Ford, Bobby Haskins trying to uh, lock down that starter's role at left tackle. So those are the backups that you're we both we've mainly seen so far um, through the first seven games of the season. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I don't think we're going to deviate too much from that. Uh, if we do, you're going to see it at the wide receiver position. Maybe a John Jackson can get in there, um, bust down that door. Uh, he, you know, otherwise, you know, you, again, you're going to have Taj Washington, Mario Williams, and then it seems like Kyron Hudson uh, has maybe quietly stepping into that third wide receiver position role. We'll see. Again, that's the group where you can do a lot of rotating because um, you've got so many guys to work with and they're all capable. It's kind of like going over to LinkedIn Jobs and, and posting a and posting a, a, a job search. USC doesn't need to post job search for wide receivers. Nevertheless, you should probably head on over to uh, LinkedIn because these days every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes. I got to get that ad up there. Um, high stakes wager for your small business, and you want to be one hundred percent certain 
that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check in, check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. So when you head on over there, you're going to uh, you're going to add your job listing and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. They have simple tools like screen questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash Locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. And one other thing we want to talk about, I want to remind everybody um, again, thank you so much for making Locked on USC your first listen every day. It really means a lot. But for your second listen every day, you need to go check out Locked on Sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with your local experts and insights only on Lockdown can provide. Lockdown Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. And again, it's free. Okay, so we're going to talk about the defense in this segment, some of the backups. Um, we've seen a lot more backups on defense, um, and this is... Some guys have really deserved that, you know, that attaboy, pat on the butt type of stuff uh, for the jobs they've done. They've really stepped up, stepped up, stepped in when they need to. Um, and I don't even know, let's just, I'm going to start up front uh, with that rush end defensive line. You know, he was a, he was a, he was a starter last year. Uh, this year he started out backing up on the defensive line at defensive end uh, but now he's seeing significant time at rush end so along with solomon bird and corey foreman uh nick figueroa definitely has earned an attaboy um as a backup i i he, he's one of those i guess you would consider him a starter but he he is the season he he was more he started out as a backup um, but when he's been in there, he's making plays. So the reason he got moved to the rush end away from the defensive line is I'm sure everyone knows by now, the numbers are really thin over there. Romello height was lost for the season with a shoulder injury following, um, Tuesday's practice. Uh, you know, Lincoln Riley said that, you know, historically, in this defensive system, that Russian position has always been a very, very productive player. Whether it's all three, whether it's one that steps up and separates himself, we feel like we have three good players who need to take off and play well for us. Um, so whether it's fair to consider, you know, Nick a backup or not, um, that Russian position, you know, it's being manned by backups. Um, since Nick was moved over there from the defensive line. So between Nick and Solomon Bird, as well as Corey Foreman, um, those guys, if they they need to complement Tuli, Tuli Apolotu. 
almost like bookends because that Russian position, although it's a stand-up, you know, outside linebacker type of guy who just wants to get in the backfield, get out to the quarterback, the ball carrier, uh, they truly need some help. So the, the opposing teams aren't cheating towards him and, and can only have the game plan just for him. Um, if, if Nick and Solomon and if Corey can live up to his four or five star billing, that's really going to go a long way. And right now, it, it just seems like Nick and Solomon Bird, who started out as backups, <coughs> Solomon Bird started out on scout team, third, well, at least third on the depth chart. He's now essentially the starter, or Nick is the starter, depending on who has the better practice that week. <laughs> Uh, look, oh, we got to talk about this. Um, everyone knows about Ronnie Lott. I'm sure everyone, if you don't know about Ronnie Lott, one of the greatest Trojans to ever play the game, NFL All-Pro Hall of Famer. He had to cut off a portion of his finger to continue playing in a game. Um, literally, during the game, he had a piece of his finger amputated, cut off, so he continued, so he could continue to play in that game. And just let that thing, it was dangling. Well, um, I'm sure everyone is also aware that Eric Gentry is day-to-day uh, with a leg injury. I, there's probably a better chance that he'll play Saturday. Again, I don't know. I wouldn't count on it. Uh, that looked like a pretty, pretty severe high ankle sprain. He could probably use another week off at least. Um, but one of the backups in the middle is two of CV uh, Nomura. He wears number 44. You know, he has that hair that flows out of the back of his helmet. Uh, he plays the game with a really violent attitude. Kind of reminds a lot of people of Ray Mayoluga uh, when he hits people. He's got that same violent tenacity, um, has no regard for his own body type of player. And he. And I'm, I'm getting to my point here. He might be too tough for his own good. Um, after practice on Tuesday, Lincoln Riley described how tough uh, CV is. He said he might be the toughest, most physical player on this team following Tuesday's practice. Quote, you feel his physicality, his speed, his decisiveness on the field. He's about as tough as they come. And he drove the point home when he told everyone about Nomura's Ronnie Lott moment. Um, nobody was aware of this. I wasn't aware of this. And I usually have my ear on the sidewalk, on the railroad track. I, I hear stuff. I didn't know about this. Um, so, quote, he broke his finger during the middle of a play, like compound fracture broken bones sticking out. He didn't tell anybody. He played three more plays with the bone sticking out of his finger, end quote. Ah, he did it. It was unbelievable and played well. He had two tackles. He finally came over and tell, told somebody because we couldn't tell, obviously, from the sideline. He stayed out there and played. Tells you about his toughness and how much he wants to do well for the team. And Riley said, that was pretty cool. Um, that's more than pretty cool. That is freaking awesome. That's the mindset that you want on your team. 
someone who has no regard for himself. He only wants to do well for him, for the team, and he will sacrifice his body. That, to me, was an amazing story to hear uh, Lincoln talk about after practice on Tuesday. Um, another guy that I think you, uh, well, just to put a bow on that. So, as you, we saw last week with uh, Eric Gentry when he came out, um, Nomura came in. And he played extremely well. He might have had maybe the hit of the game on Utah's game-winning scoring drive when he filled that hole, forcing the fourth and goal. And because of that, and again, because he's needed, um, you're going to see a lot more of CB throughout the rest of the season. He's played more this year than he has his entire career at USC. And that's a testament, a testament to him continually, continuing to just do his job. Go out there, practice, play hard, and good things will happen. Coaches recognize it. This staff recognizes it. That's for sure. Um, another uh, backup you're going to probably start to see more of at linebacker. Uh, he's, he's a fan favorite uh, because... Everyone, he's another guy out of modern day. USC flipped him away from LSU to stay home. That's Ray John Davis. And uh, Lincoln Riley spoke about Ray John after practice Tuesday. He said, We're really pleased. He's been a special teams impact player for a couple of weeks now. He's really progressing defensively. He's one of those guys who's right on the cusp of playing significant reps and earning time. He's worked really hard. Here's the part I want, I'm emphasizing. He's really changed his body, which was a big challenge for us after spring. I think he's on a very upward trajectory, end quote. That last line speaks volumes if you're reading the tea leaves. Um, I'm gonna, how, do I, how do I put this? Rajon has dedicated himself uh, more to football in year two than he did as a freshman. And that happens. Uh, that ha look, I didn't play football in when I went to college, but I I remember what I was like away from home for the first time. Yeah, I needed a leash. I needed a leash on me. And I'm not saying that's what Rajon needed, um, but he'll be the first to tell you that he probably wasn't 100% dedicated last year, and he is now. He he's bought into the new culture. And that's, the coaches have recognized it. They see the progress he's made from the beginning of the season to now, from spring until now. And because he's continuing to work hard, he's going to start seeing more playing time. Uh, if we move into the secondary, a cornerback, uh, I, you know, again, we've seen very little rotation at cornerback uh, with Mackay Blackman and Sierra Wright as the starters. However, I think Jacoby Covington. Um, he has to be ready. He's the one guy who's rotated in when called upon, mostly for Makai earlier in the year when he was getting hammered with all those penalty calls. Uh, so when he needed just to step off the field and you know kind of take a look at what was going on, see what just to play differently, and he has. Jacoby's been the guy, um, and he needs to continue to be ready when that number when his number is called. Uh, for one, because Blackman is only going to be here this year. He'll be 
probably playing on Sundays next year. And secondly, you you don't see too many six foot two two hundred pound cornerbacks. Those those guys don't grow on trees. So he needs to be ready to come on in, play a series or two or three, and um, next year I would assume you know he's going to be fighting for one of those starting roles. As far as staying in the secondary at safety, Kalen Bullock, Max Williams, Jalen Smith, those guys have have been solid as the starting safeties, um, and they really haven't come out. When you see guys come in, it's been you know uh, Anthony Beavers. Um, and as a safety, especially a free safety, when you come in, you have to assume that they're coming after you. You're cold. And you, we saw it happen in Utah. We, you just, again, that's a position where uh, Anthony Beavers, Marion Gordon, uh, Xavion Alford, those guys have to step up if they want to see the field. Bryson Shaw, who transferred in from Ohio State, Alex Grinch, very familiar with him. Um, he's starting to see a little bit more time now. Whether he's, we don't, I, look, again, we don't get to see practice. We only get to relay what the coaches tell us that they see in practice. So uh, Bryson Shaw, he might be another backup who's ready to uh, take over uh, when his number is called. But no sweat, right? You got you to do it. Speaking of sweat, um, I sweat. So have you ever had an embarrassing experience with sweat? I have. Um, And you never want to, uh, you never want to walk in when you're meeting somebody for the first time with sweaty armpits. I had that. And I wish I had sweat block at that time. I didn't because I didn't even know about it. So um, you need to head on over to sweat block because they'll be able to fix your problem. And uh, hopefully you don't have that problem. But if you do, sweat block gives you the confidence to wear what you want without the embarrassing underarm sweat. And sweat block was also featured and tested on the Rachel Ray show uh, by firefighters. And if anybody who's ever seen those guys work, you know they sweat. They wear a lot of equipment in their job. So if it can help a firefighter, it can help anybody. So if you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweatblock. Save 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. It's also available on Amazon. Okie doke. We're going to just take a really quick peek ahead to Arizona. One, because I'm running out of time here. I've just been babbling. And we, Locked on USC, comes at you five times a week. And we've got a few more episodes this week that we'll be able to break down Arizona. Uh, Coach Riley, he spoke about um, Arizona's wide receiver core. That kind of jumped out on him on film when he was looking at uh, where Arizona could hurt USC this weekend. And he was talking about... uh, he actually said it might be the best receiving core that they'll see, at least so far to date. Uh, he was talking about junior wide receiver Jacob Cowing, sophomore uh, Dorian Singer, as well as true freshman uh, T-Mac, 
Teatatero McMillan. Um, a lot of Trojan fans were hoping uh, during recruiting that T-Mac would be a Trojan. He chose uh, to follow his buddies at Servite and uh, made it a package deal and went down to Arizona with Keon Burnett at tight end and his quarterback, uh, Noah Fafita. Um, T-Mac is seeing the field. He's got a lot of talent. And uh, there's a... I'm not going to go into this episode because we don't have time. Somebody remind me. I'll tell you my rationale, my reasoning why I think Arizona is the perfect place uh, for T-Mac and why I don't think USC would have been the right place for him for another show. Uh, Lincoln Riley also spoke about their quarterback transfer from Washington State, Jaden DeLara. Uh, We saw him last year when USC traveled up to Pullman for that win. Lincoln said that the the quarterback really kind of makes it all go. He's dynamic. I enjoyed watching him at Washington State, watching him fly around, make plays. He's pretty good within the scheme. He makes a lot of on-schedule plays, but obviously very, very dangerous off-schedule. So bottom line, Jaden, he can sling the rock, but he's also very mobile. And when he gets outside the pocket, he can be very dangerous. Uh, with his legs as well and we know history has shown that that can be a problem for usc and based on player availability that's why we've been talking about the backups if eric gentry isn't out there um the other guys are going to need to step up so i'll try and find some stuff about arizona's defense that uh that could cause usc some problems this weekend Uh, but you know right off the bat they rank 11th in pretty much Every category in a conference with 12 teams and Colorado is 12. Colorado is bad. So, again, I'll, we'll, we'll break down Arizona more this week. But until then, we're out of time already. Can you believe it? I am just went rambling. But I want to thank you once again for making Locked on USC your first listen every day. It means so much. Thank you so much. And when you're done here, you're done with uh, the Locked on Network, getting all of your podcast stuff out of the way and you want to read some great VIP content, head on over to WeRSC.com. We've still got that subscription special. 10 bucks for the rest of the year, all the way through August 31st, 2023. Such a deal. And you're going to get Eric McKinney covering the team. Scott Schrader, who's got a grip of recruiting information for you. Chris Arledge and his musings. Greg Katz, myself. Kevin Bruce, my good friend, and former team captain, um, we're, we have our Inside the Trojan Huddle. You got to go check that out. Um, a lot of good stuff for you over there. So until our next episode of Locked On USC, which will come at you again tomorrow, you know what to do, Trojan fans. <laughs>